Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five-element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay, and this is pod number 41, and I'm here with my co-host, as always, Lita Herman. Welcome back, Inspired Actioneers. We're very excited about the podcast today because today we're discussing a topic that's probably on everyone's mind, at least for most of each and every day, and that is the wealth palace. Show me the money. <laughs> right, show me the money, yeah. It's also called the abundance palace, and this is about a sense of having enough. It's not just money. I was joking about that, but it does come up a lot with people. But it's about having everything you want, really, in your life. Everything. Yes. I like to call it having resources. So, for example, it might be having an abundance of people in your life, even. Like, it doesn't have to be you know, cold, hard cash. (laughs) It might be that you have a mother who will do anything for you, or maybe you've got friends who've got your back or, or a spouse, or maybe coworkers who are really awesome. And all these people help you all the time. They show up when you need them. So that's a people resource. Yes. Yeah. Resources can be anything. They're not just monetary. Like you said, wealth is about abundance. It's a mindset that I think that a lot of people struggle with when we're talking about the wealth palace, they could be unwell in their wealth palace. In other words, it would be the unwealth palace. (laughs) (laughs) You beat me to that. It's the unwealth palace. And wood people are really great at the wealth palace because they're good at creating wealth, aren't they, Jay? I think you know about that personally. (laughs) Yes, I think for me, it just comes naturally. Um, it, It always has. Yeah. And you've always said you can teach anyone how to make money. Yes, I can teach anyone how to make money. I have a joke. I say I can even teach a monkey how to make money. That's the easy part. (laughs) Anyone can make money. However, it's how much money does that monkey really need? Ooh, good point. (laughs) You know, how much does it need? How much money does a monkey need? (laughs) We could go back to how much wood would the wood woodchuck chuck if the wood woodchuck needed money. Money. (laughs) Maybe for a woodchuck, it's wood. Wood is the resource. Yeah, that is the resource. Wood is its cold, hard cash. Yeah. So how much wood would a wood woodchuck chuck if a wood woodchuck needed cash? A lot of wood. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Yes. And many other woods, you know, the wood people have strong um, energy in terms of creating projects and strategizing. And that's a key to to making money. Yeah. I think, you know, it's not just if you have wood first or second, but if you're strong in your wood energy overall, you know, I just think it comes naturally to that element and we're just orientated that way. But again, it's not just about making money. It's a mindset of abundance, opening doors, breaking down obstacles. It's a mindset of yes, please. Yes. I always say wood people are like the Indian god Ganesh, which is the remover of obstacles. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we're stuck in wealth, we just see all these ops, you know, with a wealth palace issue, like an unwealth palace. Yes. Then we think we have all these obstacles. Well, and, and then you start telling stories. Yeah. And then stories make you just stop doing. If you stop doing, you right. guess what? You're not going to create. And you're not strategizing yeah. and, you know, all the things that wood is good at. So you're not flowing energetically yeah. or anything. So, yeah. So do a little Ganesh on yourself and yes. remove some <laughs> of the obstacles. We're going to talk about more about the obstacles later. And, you know, I think for 
a lot of things that come up when I'm talking with some people is the theory of money, how it trickles and sometimes it flows. And sometimes it's like a tsunami. It's like a consciousness. It's sometimes it's, you know, really, really good. And I think people, when it's not good, they get stuck. Yeah. They start to feel like things get hopeless or they're going down. Um, so you have to have that universal, it's like money is like energy, the universal energy. It's always there if you're open to it. Yes. And if people have fear about money because they have experienced times when it was just a trickle or even bare bones. Kind somebody of, shut the valve off. Yeah, yeah. And then they go into scarcity mode. And even when they're really wealthy and abundant, they still are stuck in that mode. Yeah. I think we're going to talk about that in a little yeah, bit. I saw we'll that, on our, talk that on our notes about the scarcity mentality, yeah. no matter how much money you have. That's but right. before we get started too far into this, let's just remind everyone about our new inspired action app, which is rocking. It's rocking and it's available in the app store for um, iTunes. And also it's available with Google play. So we have some new meditations that are coming all the time. We're working are, like, on them. Totally digging the meditations. Yeah. People are giving us great feedback. They yeah, people love who have them. never been able to meditate before yeah. are liking what we're doing. And Lita has an amazing voice for meditation. So and check it's it out. So great. People from all over the world are yeah. listening to this app. So we're very excited about that. Just a reminder, we have a Facebook group. If you'd like Yay. to join in on some of our discussions, it's Inspired Action Podcast. You can go to the page and from the page, you'll see a link to the group. And if you're listening to the podcast, we'll approve you to join our group. So we'd be excited to have you join us. And so if I you guess have, if you're listening to this, then you listen to the then podcast. Then you listen to the podcast. So <laughs> that's not the a hard, only requirement. It's not a, hint, it's not a hard entry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I always laugh when people try to join the group and they say, uh, the question is, have you listened uh, to the podcast? Don't give the question away. Oh. And they What's say. What's the suspense in that? No. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Well, then you haven't got in yet. Okay, <laughs> okay. so there you go. <laughs> we actually give you the answer to get yeah, into the Facebook group. Exactly. So anyway, um, also, if you have a question for us. Yes, we're gathering the questions. We have a show after the Nine Palaces. It's going to be all questions. Yes, please send us your questions soon at J at Inspired Action. Oh, now we have questions at InspiredActionPodcast.com. Yes. I was getting too many. Yes. So uh, questions at InspiredActionPodcast.com if you want to send us a question. And if we select one of your questions, you'll get a t-shirt. Yeah, it's going to be action. any size that you want. That's my joke. And you're making a new couple new designs. We I'm are. Really We're going to have some that. summer so, 2019 special editions. Yeah. So get your questions. Don't hold back. We'd love to get the questions. And we picked out some pretty good ones. So it's going to be interesting. And at the end of the show today, we're going to talk about our audible book of the of the week. And in this, because it's about the wealth palace today and a wood palace, we're going to select a wood author who just happens to write a big book on do, this do, topic. Do not. I, I'm Tony. No, I can't say tease. his name. Oh my All right, gosh. I won't say so his name. So stay to the end of the podcast, name. or just let Lita talk for another two seconds, <laughs> and I'll give it away. That's right. So listen to what audio book we're listening to, and how you can listen to it for free. We have this little deal with Audible that gives you thirty days for free. We'll tell you about that at the end. But we hope you stay at the end for the podcast, anyways. But if you don't, if you do. You get You'll the audible get fang, just the as audible bonus, right, fang. Lita? Yes. <laughs> Don't tell them. To... <laughs> Tony Robbins. No. no, I didn't say it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, okay, okay, so all right, let's talk about wealth. 
Well, from the dawn of time, Jay, people have focused on creating more abundance. Why for did themselves. you say dawn of time, Jay? Jay. Like from I'm from the dawn of time. <laughs> yeah, oh, hello, no, you're that old, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, but <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Going back to the beginning, it's always been about survival for human beings, and so. After some time of hunting and gathering and hunting and gathering, they got kind of bored with hunting and gathering and they started up agriculture. And, you know, there was no money back then, but they just said, hey, this sounds like a good idea. You know, we can grow stuff so that everyone in the clan can get food and we won't have to worry about hunting and gathering all yeah. the time. And then it grew a town or a city or a yeah. state or a country. Yeah. yeah. So in the early days, it was just for the small clans maybe yeah what do you want to bet it was a wood person who figured that out probably you know this tastes good how can we get more so everyone can share like the win-win yeah yeah Yeah. i'm sure it was a win-win it sounds like a win-win strategy you know develop a project get a good outcome people are healthy people are happy and what do you think happened to the people who didn't do these kind of things and didn't have a resource and things kind of squirreled away a little or strategy well, it's kind of survival of the fittest, isn't it? Yeah. It's about self-sufficiency, yeah, isn't it? If, if you have a field and food, you're not so reliant on this survival mentality of hunting and gathering all the time. Yeah. It's that, it's that predictability access, you know, yeah. thriving versus surviving. Yes. I like to think of it that way. So it's about the win-win. So yeah. we're talking about that. Not just growing enough food for yourself, but do you share it with everyone? Do you grow stuff for your family? Do you grow things for everyone? That's how the wood people look at everything. Is there enough? Is there enough to share? Then be prosperous. The yeah. win, win, win. I really think that there is something about the benevolence that we talk about of the wood element that has to do with the way that wood people create wealth and then share it. And I just think that's they're where it's like men- the abundance. Yeah, you know? yeah. Their mentality is there's plenty for everyone. It's such a great, refreshing way to be. I mean, that's not to say every wood person is like that some have fear and scarcity mentalities yeah because bad stuff happened to them but but in general the wood element embraces that and i also think it goes kind of hand in hand with the prosperity which is having more than enough to give away and share that's also about the win-win i think Yes. Now, after we ask this question, we want you to pause the podcast. Have we ever done this before? Yeah, we haven't paused it all the time. <laughs> okay. And, and they we, probably don't, but. <laughs> and we want you to think for a few minutes. So I want you to have just like a gut reaction to this question, not a rational thinking mind-based answer, but like, what are your first thoughts? Yeah, I do this a lot with people and it kind of freaks them out, but. Okay. Um, so you ready? Get, you can get your journal or a piece of paper oh, and that's get true. ready. Okay. They can pause it anywhere time oh well, that's back. true i guess they could <laughs> all right so if you do right. this if you're if you're driving don't <laughs> We're do not this very right good now at this. yeah i know if you're driving don't go get your journal and no. write in it <laughs> unless you want to pull over but don't be doing this but you can think about this so here's the question you ready for the drum roll okay so if we gave you 10 million dollars today how would your life be different what would you do differently how would you feel who would you be what would you really, really, really do with your life if money was not a factor any longer? Where would you live? What would you do to pass the time? Who would you want to ha- to have in your life? How would you make a difference in the world or not? Yeah. And so give yourself a few minutes to think about that and see what comes up. But that is a big question. Yeah. Go, so... so. This is the pause moment. Pause. 
Okay, you Ding. know they, they can actually pause. We don't have yeah. to give them that Hey, song. everyone, welcome okay. back to the Inspire Action Pack. My name is... Oh, wait, we already did that. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Okay. Okay. So we hope you enjoyed that little exercise, the $10 million exercise. And you know, it's okay if you don't know, but spend a little time to think about your life right now and maybe ponder some of the wealth palace challenges you may or may not have. Yeah, we're going to go over a lot of those. And it's probably more profound... Um, then many of you realized um, this question, it sounds like a simple question, but it's very complex. Um, tell them why you picked that number, Jay. Well, you know, a, a few years back, I used to do the $1 million. You know, what would you do with a million dollars? But sadly, in these times, $1 million is not enough money to make someone feel like they're totally set and never have to worry about money again. Isn't that amazing? You know, you could spend all your time to stay a millionaire. If you have $1 million, you might be generous. Or then if you start to give some away, you don't have a million dollars. You're not a millionaire anymore. So yeah. you, like, you hold on to it. You might be scarce. You might be always trying to protect it. You might have a bad investment and then you start to lose it. So nowadays, $10 million can really cover you for almost all scenarios. All the unexpected, maybe bad stuff, but all the really, really good stuff that you can do. You can travel. You can have your dream home or maybe multiple homes. You can have plenty to do with your family and share with your friends. Plus have that rainy day fund that a lot of people seem to really, really want. So 10 mil is the new one mil. <laughs> 10 mil is the new one mil. Okay, orange and black and yeah. the 10, yeah, 10 mil, one mil. I got it. <laughs> it seems like so much money, but it's really a number that gives people that sense of relief. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so one million is like, hmm, can I retire on that at age 45? Probably not. No. Well, it all depends what kind of quality life you're living of course you could actually but yeah. you'd be in constant fear that you're not going to have that million anymore yeah and you would you would live frugally yeah believe it or not probably yeah. it probably. sounds like a lot of money but i guess it's not these days so when people do this exercise Leah, some people are really blown away they just don't realize that money has completely restricted them from living right now like right every day even though they don't have 10 million dollars they they're handcuffed they're handcuffed you yeah. know, they might even be designer handcuffs because they have a lot like of Gucci, money. Like Gucci, Gucci handcuffs. handcuffs. But, you know, even rich people or seemingly rich people have huge wealth palace issues. You'd be surprised because they aren't allowing themselves to do what they really want to do. And it could be fear of losing what they have or not feeling like they have enough. You know, it is this restriction, you know, that they feel like they're restricted by money, even though they might have a lot of money. So they just, it's like a mindset. Go back to the beginning of this podcast. We talked about mindset. What is the mindset do you have around money? Yeah. And this palace is really about feeling limitless in your life. What are the limits you're putting on yourself in your life? And the $10 million question is about opening up those limits, those boundaries, breaking those handcuffs and asking yourself, what do you really want in your life? And not basing that on money. Yeah. That's a, such a great point. You know, the wealth palace, like the health palace is one of those palaces that affects every palace when it's out of balance. Mm -hmm. So if you're not asking yourself these questions, you're not looking at these things that we're talking about. Other palaces could be out of balance because of your wealth palace. Yeah, we just gave a talk at one of our local universities for young women, and after, we were hanging out with some of the students, and a young woman was telling us her story. Now, we knew, because we'd watched her walk, so we knew she was Earth, which her was voice, helpful. Her voice, the way she, clo her, she wore yeah, clothes, she was everything, total just Earth. Just perfect Earth. Yeah. So we watched her, we heard her voice, and she said, 
perfect. She wanted to go into I community. I said, well, what are you studying here at yeah. school? Yeah. And she, she said she wanted to go into community activism and organizing. Such a great earth thing to do, right? Yeah, we kind of jumped in and said, oh my God, that's great. It's a perfect career choice. Oh my God, are you having a good time? Yeah. Are you enjoying it? And then... And then she ah. said, we said, what are you going to do when you graduate? <laughs> and yeah. she said, I'm going to be an investment banker. We went crickets. Uh, quick, 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 quick. We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we were just shocked. Yeah. It was like someone had given her some advice along the way to change her path yeah. to go make what? Money. Money. That was totally it. And yeah. we asked her and she said she looked sad. Yeah, you know? It wasn't investment banking for nonprofits. No. no. It was like <laughs> to make the big bucks, yep. which is nothing wrong with making money. No. I'm going to say, I should nothing have said wrong. that in the asterisk of the beginning of this podcast. We love money. Everyone loves money. Money used for good is a beautiful thing. Right. So it's not like we're against money. No, we and we're not even against passion. We're not against investment banking. If no. you're the type of person like a wood person might like investment banking, maybe a metal person, even a fire person. Yeah, but like earth, it just is a mismatch. Yeah, so, and and the fact that that's even not what she really wants to be doing. Yeah, sorry, career counselors, and we might be in trouble with her parents right now because <laughs> we might have said some things yeah. that maybe would make her think. No, she said she was really not really. Uh, completely committed to that, but she was about to graduate, but she just felt like she had to do it at that time. And point. I think, I really think she's more the norm for college students today than any of us want to believe. We're basically speaking, we were speaking to a whole room of people who were choosing their careers based on money or security and not what they love to do. Yeah. I mean, the passion and the whole job versus career and the finding your passion, those are all things I wish I could have spoken to them about for like for hours. The amazing thing was we had brought our our tech person with us who has a really interesting story about how money influenced his life so dramatically. And he had just graduated college. Yes, he'd graduated college and he was looking for an internship, actually the summer before he graduated college. And he looked through all these internships and he decided to pick the one that was a paid internship. But he knew on the first day of his internship that he didn't really want to do the job. And somehow he stayed in it for five years. Why? Because of his wealth palace. So we told the uh, audience about this person and his story. And all of the women in the audience were like totally amazed because he had quit that job and made a complete transformation in his life and had decided he wanted to go in, a, in another direction yeah, entirely. And it for him, it was about feeling abundant enough to be able to say, whoa, wait a minute, I'm going down the wrong path. And yeah. I did it for money. Yep. And I'm sure that different people in his life were happy. They had a good job and everything was great. You know, I mean, this happens all the time. I'm sure it happens every single day. Yeah. And so the students, you know, were really inspired by him. It was really yeah. great. It was really nice to see that. So, you know, it's about being happy and following passion. And, yeah. you know, who doesn't want to have happy kids graduating from college? Right, you know, exactly. When they're not, it affects all the palaces. Think about it. Yes. And so the wealth palace affects all your 
palaces. For example, you might have a partner who doesn't have a lot of money and then you think, oh, this person's not going to be stable or reliable or dependent and you might love them. Or maybe someone tells you that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a, like your parents. Yeah. Why are you with that Which one? are all just assumptions based on money. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, maybe I want someone who is going to be a good provider. So, it, you know, then relationship and wealth palace get all wonky. Do you listen to your heart? Do you listen to your mind? You can also swing it the other way if they're with someone who's got a ton of money, but guess what? They're not nice people. Oh, right. Right. So they think that, so maybe I'll just use the parents as an example. Oh, he must have a lot of money. He has a lot of money. He must be really nice and dependable and reliable and nice. So you stay with them. Yeah. Doesn't have to be that way now, does it? We both know people have gone down both of those paths. Yes. Or how about when people are trying to have children or thinking about having children and they postpone it? Yeah, because, because of money. They of think it's money, too expensive. Right. Because someone has told them that it's too expensive to have children. Yes. Or, you know, it could yeah. even be just you're not taking that class at the pottery studio be- yeah. that so you really want to take. your children creativity That's palace. your creativity palace. Anyway, it affects all the palaces. The travel palace is a big one that's yeah, affected we're do by that wealth. One next. Yep. Yep, because it's hard to prioritize travel over, you know, important things in your life. Yeah, especially if you're in that scarcity mode. Yeah. You are stressed out about money. You certainly don't have time to meditate. Or contemplate life. Yeah. And even wisdom. Like or you travel. Said, yeah. With the wisdom palace suffer, suffers because you're not meditating, you're not thinking, you're not contemplating. So yeah, and let's not even start with prosperity. The prosperity palace is virtually non-existent. You don't even feel like you have enough for yourself. How can you be generous when you feel like you're lacking? Yeah. Yeah. And you have to postpone your prosperity when you don't have enough. So so let's break this all down. Jay. So kind of going all over the place. Yeah, here, we're going yeah. all over the place. But there's a, there are a number of fundamental questions that you can begin asking yourself. How do you feel about money in general? Do you like money? Yeah. You know, do you like what money represents in your life? Or in society? Yes, or in the world. Yeah. And, you know, I always go to the fairness in the world. That's all the Another wood thing, yes. you know, about fairness, who decides who gets or does not get or suffer or does not suffer from lack of money? Right. Do we deserve money? Yeah, that's yeah. a big question. You Do you know? think there's enough money in the world for everyone? And if so, why don't we all have it? Yeah, then we could. you can also think about who deserves it, who has the privileges that comes with it. Yeah. And do you, this is the scarcity thing. Are are you in a scarcity mode? Do you have a sense of scarcity every day in and your that life? That could also be translated through as fear. Fear. Okay, fear yep. of having uh, not enough or having too much. Right. You know, right. Uh, that is out there. I mean, I don't, I don't think a lot of people think about, oh, if I have too much money, I'm going to be this or that. But not having it and then prevents them from requiring more. One of my clients, you know, has, is retired, you know, very well off, except for life, and for some reason, anxiety and fear and scarcity is still with this person, even though, I mean, honestly, probably he he can't possibly run out of money. (laughs) And so what went out the window, the wisdom, because the heart shuts down. So, you know, this is a person who should be able to see that there's no need to be worried. And instead, it's affecting everything, you know, health, wisdom, creativity, travel, they're all in the crapper. (laughs) Yeah, really. It's so sad. You know, I see this all the time. And that's, this is when I talk about all they have is money analogy. Yeah. Can't take it with them when they die. I know these people, they seem to have (laughs) everything, but yet they're devoid. They just have money. 
And, you know, we have this thing in our, in our society. If they have money, they must be happy. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You know, that's just my humble opinion, but I, I see it all the time. Money does not equal happiness. No. And you have another variation, um, you know, people that accumulate and hoard it, and then they have to get a gun to yeah. protect oh, it. They do some nasty things to protect it. <laughs> you, yeah. know, Can, you know, think if you about think it. about it, killing someone over money, it's just the saddest thing ever. Oh, I can't it's even rampant. imagine. It's just yeah. rampant in the society. It's, it's just a piece of paper with so numbers much, scrolled I on know. it. It's so much pain and suffering that yeah. it causes. The waters especially, you know, they're always thinking about their, maybe that person that I talked about is water. You know, they're always thinking about their resources and guarding them and anticipating every possible yeah. thing that could go wrong. So planning is more like wood and anticipation is more like water. Right. Yeah, but there's both a difference. of those, water and wood might get in you know, a little bit of a fix worrying about all these things that could come in yeah. the future. So you could also think about, are you spending money on the things you really want or really need? Yeah. You know, uh, do you really need to have to go to Starbucks every day? Do you need that brand new iPhone? Do you drive a super expensive car that you can't really afford? Right. Or are you just constantly thinking about those things and you don't have them? That's another right. big issue that I see. Or how about this? Are you spending more than you're making? Yeah. So that's three things. That's yeah. three scenarios on that. Yeah. Because either you have it and it's too much. You're always thinking about having it and yeah. you just live without it. Or you have it and you really shouldn't have it. And we're all kind of dealing with this on a daily basis because they, in air quotes, <laughs> uh, you know, the people out there are trying to get your money. You know, they, they've, they've gotten it down to a science. They can pick colors that stimulate your brain. They can do music that makes you want to buy things. Temperature and you know. stores. Yeah. And no clocks. And yeah, they just have crazy things. You know, I was the other day, I was in Starbucks and I was standing in line for a while, but I was looking around and I noticed in the case, uh, I don't eat sweets or desserts. And it was just completely packed with all these things. And then I looked down and then way down in the bottom of the cooler, almost on the floor was all the healthy, like an apple and eggs and water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they don't want you to buy that stuff. They want you to buy the stuff that's right in front of you. Well, I don't think it's what they want you to buy. They'd be happy if you bought anything, but they know if you see yeah. the cake pops and the yeah. muffins and the scones that you're going to be like, oh, I want no, nothing that. Nothing sexy about an apple No, and there's banana, nothing right? sexy <laughs> Two hard-boiled eggs. Ooh. <laughs> and a hunk of cheese. <laughs> I got to have that. In a plastic package. Yes. Yes, no. Um, so really it's about, you know, I used to have this whole analogy that I did with about when the time you wake up in the morning, you open your eyes that, that your money uh, is trying to get sucked away from you. And now I also have added attention to that. Oh, yeah, that's Because true. when you wake up, you know, it's your attention that is completely diverted a million times a day from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. So think about it from a money or a wealth palace perspective. How about all the things that we're being bombarded with Yeah, that well, we're not even aware of? Don't they want your attention so you'll eventually there buy something? Yeah. There you go. So Absolutely. anyway, you know, and there's all these hurry up, the sale closes in an hour oh, yeah. thing. How many emails you know? do we get a day that's yeah. like this whole, yeah. you know, scarcity and frenzied and hurry up and save money and yeah. I mean, really, the sad thing is the, the science works. They do these things because yeah. it works. It does yeah. get us to buy things. Or make decisions. Yeah. That's really what it's about. They want us to make decisions yeah. to part with our money. Yeah. 
or attention. But I was thinking like, if you look at our clothes, like if you buy a lot of clothes and, you know, maybe you're spending more than you want to spend on clothes, what would happen if you were really in alignment with like a small number of things and maybe they were more expensive. It doesn't really matter how much they cost, but you chose them yourself because you were in alignment with them, not because they, they got you to buy the red one or the, you know, I mean, well, I think if you're in alignment, you could still be bombarded. Maybe you don't have a wealth palace issue. Maybe you're okay with less. Yeah. So I think it's perfect. And I think wood people, it's kind of ironic that this is the wood palace, but Wood people tend to like really expensive, top quality, top of the line uh, products and and goods. They they want things that are built really nice, really well, and then they'll keep them. They might have a lot, but yeah. they have a, a lot, the top of the line. Yeah. So you know, why do you want more money? Yeah. Okay. That's wait. Wait. Question. Back to the questions. That was like a little D- yeah. DIY on how to work <laughs> on your wealth palace. So now here's more questions. So why do you want more money? What would you do with it? Yeah. Would you travel? Um, or do you not travel because you have no money? Say you, I would love to travel, and but are you traveling right now? What even little trips? Yeah, are you making adventures? You about going to the grocery store? It's about are you open to opportunities? Yeah. So if you want to focus on health, for example, and get in shape, you know it's possible the wealth palace is stopping you there too. Absolutely, I don't have enough money to go to the gym. Yeah, I don't have enough money to buy a new pair of sneakers. I don't have enough money to you know, get that fancy equipment or yeah. whatever it is. So what if you just ask your friends for like exercise DVDs or... Yeah, you know. I, I didn't get to finish that. So you say, I don't want to go to the gym, but then, so you don't do anything. Yeah. So you may say you want to lose weight and like, I can't afford to go to the gym. So, but what could you do? Yeah. What could you do right now? How could you shift your identity? Right. It doesn't have to be go to a fancy gym. Now they have gyms that are like open 24 hours a day. Seven days a week for like 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, even less. Planet I Fitness think. is 10. 10, I think. Yeah. 10 bucks. So you have no, they have completely taken out the excuse yep. of no money. So, yeah. And so the health and the wealth and the prosperity and the, uh, they're all linked together. So they're tell them together. why you pick up pennies. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, <laughs> it's because my doors are open. Yeah. Okay. So if you think about it, you know, who picks up pennies in the world? I don't know. Maybe just wood people, maybe not, maybe water people, maybe everybody, who knows? But I, I see a penny and I pick it up because look at there, I just added to my wealth palace. Wow. Just I just think, you dirty wet penny. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be open to a penny or open to a million or make it 10 million. Yeah. I, I get the idea. I love it. I've, you just I've got it. to practice it, but it's still a dirty wet penny to me. <laughs> but yes. that, that reminds me, we, you know, one of our meditations in our app is called the open, open your doors meditation. And it's telling the universe, you know, I'm going to be open to um, energy, to resources, you know, if all your doors are not open, you're saying, I don't want it. I don't need it. Right. Open the doors. Yeah. Okay. If you're struggling with the wealth palace, pick up the pennies. It doesn't have to actually be a penny, but think about it. You have to be open yeah. to the penny idea. The penny represents something. That's right. That's yeah. right. There's a poem in Chinese medicine that we may have mentioned before. Probably but, like five times. Yeah. The, <laughs> we'll the do last, it one more time. Yeah. But the last line is says, when all beings are at your disposal, we speak of knowing how. So what that means is that all the people on this planet and the animals and the plants, but all the people are, all these beings are making the way for you to get what you want. You have no idea how that will materialize, 
but it, and it could be something you never even imagined, but it leaves you with this feeling of abundance because all these people are there for you and at your disposal. And that's the mindset. That's being open. That is. Here's a really important question. How do you feel when you receive money? Because this is part of the uh, wealth palace as well. You mean if someone just gives you a gift of money? Yeah. Like, a lot of people, they feel guilty when someone gives them money and they feel like they have to do something in return or they don't deserve it. The well, old death guilt too, if you get yeah. an inheritance. Oh my God, if yeah. someone dies. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of earth people struggle with that it's sometimes. It's the perfect wealth palace issue. You know, you don't feel like you deserve it because of the way it came to you. Yeah. Maybe someone told me told you when you were really younger that you had to work hard for it. Yeah. Nothing came for free. That's it. Do yeah. you think you have to work for every dollar you get. Yeah. So how can we put a positive spin on the, the uh, inheritance or the death money? Well, you know, I worked with a woman who inherited money and she was really feeling bad about it because she didn't like how her father made that money. It, no, it was that's kind another of a ethical sketchy, thing. Yeah, ethical yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. So what do you do with that well, money? You can do good in the world. Yeah. So it took her a while and actually I treated her. We did some ghost point work and we kind of cleared out some of the emotional, sticky, toxic stuff that came from that relationship. And voila, you know, she came out feeling like, wow, this money may have come from a source that I don't agree with, but I'm going to make it be something wonderful. Yeah. Remember, it's just money. Yeah. Okay. So the money got laundered. Yeah, really. And, and <laughs> energe- energetically, yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> no, I think that's really cool to think about it. All right, we've covered so much today. So it's a lot of questions. Yes. So I guess, you know, the question you might want to ask yourself today as we go over this palace, the wealth palace, is do you have enough money right now to when? cover to, yeah. to cover what you need, to be happy? And you should be happy no matter what. Happy comes from the inside, not from the inside of your bank account. All right. Right, right. And the question you have to ask yourself is when is enough enough? You know, is it always going to be there's never enough? Well, if you had $10,000 right now, would that make you happy? Yeah. What would the changes, what would it feel on the inside? You have to change what that comes from the inside out. Yeah. Would you feel less stressed? Would you not lose sleep anymore? What vibe are you putting out to the universe? You have or have not? How about we give some affirmations? I love that idea. You go first. All right. Well, how about I'd love to be open to wealth in a healthy way. Healthy, wealthy, and wise. Healthy, wealthy, and wise. How about that? So I did not write that, as we all know. (laughs) It just came to my mind. How about wealth helps me feel limitless? I love that. That, That's what it's all about. That really is awesome because if you feel inadequate, you know, and you don't have the latest latest and the greatest, we could go a whole show on that. Then you always feel limited. It's, you know, so if, you know, we always, we could talk about the lottery winners who are unhappy. They win the lottery. They think their life is great. And then a year or two later, maybe even worse. So that's not the thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we always think, oh, I'm just going to win the lottery. My life is going to be great. No, how about happy on the way to happiness? I love that. Yeah. You could be happy on the way to happiness. You don't have to be miserable on the way. It has nothing to do with money. Yes. You can be very wealthy and not have any money. It's funny. We blame all of the nine palaces, our job, our relationship, our wealth, our health, et cetera. We blame that for our our unhappiness. Absolutely. That's another story. Yes. Bring out your Ganesh again. So here's here's my last thing on this because I could talk all day. Do you make all your decisions every day based on money? It's so funny because a lot of people just say, 
every single one. Yeah. So there you go. That's what you need to look at the wealth palace when you can answer, huh, I'm not really sure or no, or I'm working on it. Then you're good. Remember, this is all a work in progress. Yes. I love it. You okay. might just need a course correction in the wealth palace, but there it is. Do you make all your decisions based on money or how many decisions do you make a day based on money? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, that's a great place to end. Yes. Boom. That's so the Wealth Palace. Keep sending us questions. We read all of them. And please, if you have a chance, rate and review this podcast. You matter. You make a difference. And the people who hear about this little podcast, you know, hopefully they'll be happier. Be happier. And wealthier. And wealthier. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening. And it's time now for what we're listening, what we're listening or slash reading. In Audible. Since, in Audible, <laughs> since we have this thing with Audible. So well, there you go. You already told the secret leader. Well, go ahead. Okay. So our book this uh, time is Money Master the Game, Seven Simple Steps to Financial Freedom by Tony Robbins. Yay. And I have to say this book is quite lengthy. Yeah. It's but, like 12 hours, I think, or it's a huge it, amount of hours. It's just chock full of everything you can manage, imagine. I've learned so much about how finance works and how, you know, a lot of people who have been investing aren't really making as much money as they could be because there are a lot of people out there who are charging a lot of fees, fees and hidden costs. And, you know, Tony wrote this book and he brought in a lot of really big experts in the world. It's not just him talking yeah. or reading oh, or writing. Yeah. It's a lot of different people. And I really think that he gives some outlines of investing and where to start. And I don't know, I think overall, if you can get through this book, it's really, really going to help you with a perspective of the wood yeah, in I was going to say, because he's, he's wood and he has some great chapters on just how to think like a wood person yeah. in terms of strategizing. So, yeah, so check it out. And that's going to be on Audible. And we have this thing going with them that if you want to check it out for free for 30 days, you get a 30-day test drive. You can listen to Money Master the Game for free on us. Zippo, nada, no dineros, nothing but free, free, free for 30 days. So check it out at audibletrial.com backslash whoosh, inspired action. And you know what? You don't even have to do that book. You can do any book you want. Yay. It's all free for 30 uh, days. <laughs> all right. All right. Check it out. Okay. Money Master the Game, Tony Robbins. Thanks Yay. for listening. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo. Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember to hug the dog. <laughs>